Good afternoon, everyone. Today is December 11th, 2017. It's about 37 degrees here in New York. And today's topic in this segment will be about race relations in America. And this is part one. Um, this topic will be broken down into two segments. The first subtopic we're going to talk about is what race-related conflicts have you experienced? I have a guest, Ms. Shanti, she's part of the Lala and Friends team. She's going to speak to you about, you know, what race-related conflicts that she's experienced. Um, so Shanti, what race-related conflicts have you experienced in your lifetime? Um, most of the issues as far as race is concerned that I've experienced um, were within my own race, which is an issue that I don't think anybody really discusses or talks about enough. Nobody really discusses that issue. Right. Um, you know, and I think it's something that needs to be discussed because um, my mother is, well, I'll, I'll start by saying my mother is biracial. She's um, half black, she's white and mixed with some other, uh, other things. And, um, I mean, I, I'm I'm black. I'm I'm more black than anything, you know, as far as I'm, as far as I know. Um, but I do have certain features that um, resemble someone of mixed race. Mm-hmm. So um, that has been an issue, you know, for certain people. Um, however, I am not considered what people would con- would call redbone which is light, I guess, light-skinned, or uh, when I say red bone, I mean, like, fair. I, I don't I don't think I have a fair complexion. My complexion is a little closer to, I guess, caramel or a little caramel with a little extra <laughs> chocolate in there somewhere. Um, I love my complexion, and I, I, lo- I love being black. I love our culture, especially being black American. I feel like we have a lot to be proud of. Mm-hmm. I feel like we don't celebrate it ourselves enough. Um, however, I think that there's also a lot of jealousy within the community. And that's that's the conflict that I've experienced, you know, as far as race is concerned. Um, I'm not saying that there's never been someone who was racist against me, you know, outside of my, you know, I'm not saying that a white person was never felt some type of way about me or that a Indian person, whoever, you know, Hispanic. I'm not saying that that's never happened, but as far as I'm concerned, as far as the biggest conflicts that I've encountered, I've never really had issues with people outside of my race other than, you know, outside of the African-American issue. Those are the issues that I've experienced the most as far as race-related conflicts go. Okay. So, um... Yeah, people being jealous of my hair or um, telling me that I think that I'm all that because uh, I don't, uh, you know, I'm not dark skinned or, um, you know, just expecting me to be, I've been told this a lot, people expect me to be bougie or standoffish because of the way I look. Um, and in my opinion, I'm, I don't think I'm light skinned <laughs> at all, but there are, there are other people who perceive me that way. You know, because I may not be as dark as them or some, you know, other blacks. So, um, 
yeah, that's the issue that I've had mostly. Um, and then I've, I've, I've had issues on both sides when it comes to this because I've also experienced a little uh, attitude and negativity from people who were lighter than, lighter complex, uh, who had lighter complexions. Um, who were more fair. Who were uh, more fair-skinned blacks. So, um, I've been told, you know, um, that I wasn't as cute as this person or that person because I wasn't as light-skinned. Um, wow. So, yeah, I mean, I've, I've experienced, you know, a little bit of both sides. Um, and I think it's really stupid because pretty is pretty, um, you know, that's, so that's basically the first half of what I have to say. Okay, so this is part one. Good afternoon, everyone. This is part two um, to our topic that we were discussing on part one about race. I have Shanti here with me, and uh, she's going to finish talking about what race-related conflicts that she's experienced uh, growing up. Shanti? Yeah, so I was saying early in the earlier part of this, the earlier segment, that um, most of the racial conflicts I've experienced were within my own race as an African-American. And um, most of it had to do with the whole light skin, dark skin issue. I guess I fit somewhere in the middle because mm -hmm. to some I'm not really considered dark enough right. and to others I'm not considered light enough. So um, I described my, I described my complexion as being, I guess, more alongside the caramel color and um, mixed a little bit of dark chocolate, milk chocolate, <laughs> I don't know, whatever, I, I don't know how to <laughs> describe that, <laughs> but um, yeah, so my issues, like I said, were on both ends, you know, where people would tell me, or even with my hair, my hair, um, I'm a hairstylist, so I'm really good with describing, um, I may not be so great at describing skin color, but I'm much better at describing hair texture. And um, I would compare, my, my hair texture is about a 3C curl pattern. Um, that's basically like a slightly loose, but mostly tighter curl pattern. Mm -hmm. And um, I, love, I love my hair. Uh, that is the one thing I could say. I absolutely love my hair. I try to keep it healthy. I try to take care of it. Um, and I've, however, I've had people um, who, I, who were on the lighter, fairer side tell me that I shouldn't wear my hair um, in certain styles. And this is something that I experienced more, more so as a kid than as an adult. But I remember being eight years old, um, being told by grown-ups that my hair was not long enough to, um, or not nicely textured enough wow. to create certain hairstyles um, and I will briefly describe one incident where I had a babysitter who was South African she was also very very fair-skinned who told me that because um, she, she babysat another girl who was Puerto Rican and she's a beautiful young beautiful young lady she had very very long dark hair and I remember she created this hairstyle. Um, she wore this hairstyle where she um, 
that I thought was really cute. Her hair, she could actually sit on her hair, it was very long. And I remember the next day I told my mother, hey, I really wanna wear my hair the way she wore her hair. And I created the same look, but when I came, um, when I showed up at my babysitter's uh, house the next day, she criticized and ridiculed me for um, recreating that hairstyle on my hair and told me that my hair was not long enough or nice enough to create the same hairstyle. Even though my hair was past my shoulders and it looked just fine. Wow. You know, she told me that I was, that my hair was not long enough or um, pretty enough to wear my hair like that and that I shouldn't, uh, I shouldn't do that. I was eight years old, by the way. So, yeah, that, that is, uh, it's an example of what I'm talking about. I, I feel what you're saying because growing up, I am of mixed race and growing up, I didn't know, you know, I had a lot of different, you know, most of my friends are different. I had white friends, I had African-American friends, I had Asian friends, so I, growing up, I didn't know who to identify with and then you got a lot of, oh, she's not black, she's not this, she's not that, but it didn't matter to me, you know, and because my, my hair texture, would you say it's like a fine texture. It's soft. You have very yeah. soft texture. So then I got a lot of, you know, a lot of my friends, they didn't know, you know, what I should identify with. And to me, I was just, you know, my father was African-American. So I just said I was African-American, but a lot of people didn't think so. They thought, well, you know, what is she? She's not black. She's not this. She's not that. So I, I really don't think it matters. You know, beautiful is beautiful. Like you said, regardless of what, you know, race that you are, but you know, you go through that as a child and you just, you know, it's emotional at times, so you really don't know, you know, what's there, what to do. But that was my, you know, little conflict growing up. So mm -hmm. we could go on forever because this is a broad topic. So um, we'll turn this into a, a part three. Um, okay, guys, this is part three of the topic that we spoke about earlier on the other segments about race. I still have Shanti with me. Um, we're talking about what race-related conflicts that we've experienced growing up and even today. Uh, Shanti, you want to still speak about the topic? Sure. Um, I was just, you had mentioned that you are biracial. Mm -hmm. You are, you are, uh, have, you are black and Vietnamese. Mm -hmm. And um, you mentioned uh, being how bi being biracial affected you and in, in the, within the black community. Mm -hmm. um, and I was also speaking about how, I mean, I'm not biracial, but being black, um, how that has affected, you know, the, the conflicts that I've experienced within the black community as, as a black person. Mm -hmm. And um, my mother, as I mentioned earlier, is also biracial. She's half white and, and half black. And um, some of the issues that you brought up um, remind me of certain things that she mentioned to me mm -hmm. um, you know about her upbringing in her adolescent years as a biracial uh, woman and um, yeah I remember I recall my mother um, discussing uh, I'm, I won't go into too too much detail because this is her you know her own personal business and I don't want to you know right. put too much of her personal business out there because it's not my business to tell it's her business right but I will um, briefly just you know mention certain things that she's mentioned to me uh, one being that um, a lot of our family members 
are dark-skinned um, African-American people. They're beautiful. They're, I mean, you know, I've, I've always, I love them just as much as I would love anybody, but there were some issues uh, for her growing up because she had very long hair. Um, her and my aunt, actually. They're both biracial, same mother and father. And, um, yeah, she said she used to sit on her hair when she was a kid, and some of our aunts would uh, relax their hair. Relax is basically the same term people use for perming. So, but they would relax, they would relax their hair and um, just to experiment with it, you know, to be funny. Um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't just like they did it, you know, with the intention of, you know, trying to do anything other than damage <laughs> their hair. Um, they would relax, a lot of the aunts would re relax their hair and watch their hair fall out or they would style it in a way to make fun of them. You know, I remember my aunt mentioned that one of the aunts styled her hair with her braid going all the way up, um, pointing up upward in her hair to just basically kind of make fun, you know, laugh and make fun of them. And, um, you know, they would do things like that and, you know, say, oh, well, they're pretty, but they're not really smart or, you know, like they would... They were like a lot of little, or they would call my grandfather a pimp. Wow. Because, um, you know, it, it was just a lot of jealousy. And I say all of that to say, you know, I love my family and I'm not trying to um, condemn anybody. But these are things that we need to think about. You know, we talk about all the scrutiny and hate towards black people in this country from other races, but we have to think about how we treat each other. Right. And I think that, um, you know, I, I really wanted to bring this up because that, that is something that I've experienced and certain things that I've, you know, been told by um, other people that I care about mm -hmm. um, that I feel needs to get addressed. You know, we need, to, we need to fix some of these issues about beauty and how we perceive ourselves and how we perceive you know, our own beauty. Right. These are things that we need to think about, especially when it comes to kids. Mm -hmm. You know, kids kids should not feel embarrassed about who they are, how they look. You know, kids are kids. And, and I think that it starts at home and it starts within our family and it starts within our black communities. So I really brought that topic up, you know, to basically share that issue. Okay, we may be running out of time, but we're going to add a another part to this and we'll uh, end up going into another subtopic. Hi guys, this concludes our topic about what race-related conflicts have we experienced. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed the segment. Although it is a touchy subject, it needs to be spoken about and addressed. Um, if you would like to leave your questions on our station, we will answer your questions on our next segment. Hit us up on anchor.fm slash lala3. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day and be safe.